Welcome to the All The Things Podcast with Mike and Amy Perea. We're two ordinary people with no counseling degrees. We're just wanting to share what we are learning from our everyday lives. We plan to talk about all the things from marriage to smoking a brisket. We hope to bring you lots of laughs, a few tears, and some tools to help you excel in everyday life. Thanks Thanks for for tuning in. in. Just a quick update before we get into the show. Our Instagram page is live. Check us out at All The Things With Piraeus. That's All The Things With Piraeus, P-E-R-E-A-S. This will be the main way that we share the resources that we mention on the show. Check out our link tree there on the page. Thank you to my beautiful and smart wife, Amy, for putting that together. If you like what you hear and want to know how you can help support us, there are three main ways to do that. First, we would love it if you would follow and share our Instagram page. Second, you can also follow and download our show on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Please rate the show and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Finally, if you are feeling extra generous, there is a link in the show notes and also on our Instagram page for a monetary donation. At this time, all donations will go towards basic podcasting equipment to better the experience of our listeners and also any guests that we have on the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode of All The Things. Welcome to episode five. Cinco. Cinco. (laughs) Well, this is a very special uh, episode for us. What is it today, babe? Or what are we celebrating? Yeah. Ten year anniversary. Ten years, man. Of being married. Yeah. Ten years goes by quick. It does. It goes by quick. It felt like what? Felt like five minutes. Underwater. Underwater. (laughs) (laughs) This is my dad's joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Ten years of growing and learning and it's just been cool. It's been awesome. Yeah. It's been a lot and it's been so fun. It's been so fun. Yeah. And here we are three kids later. I'm 33. How old are you, babe? 31. 31. Just a baby. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, you know, we got married. I was, oh, I guess 33. I was 23. Yeah. And you were? 21. That's crazy. I just turned 21. That's crazy. Yep. Dang. Yeah, so 10 years, we're different people, you know? Completely. That have created three people. That's yeah, crazy. That's wild. That's wild. But yes, here we are celebrating our anniversary. Um, we are currently in a hotel room, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> we're not in our closet, and hey, that's the studio. I mean, the studio. We're not in our home studio. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the hotel room, and it's nice to be here without like the baby taking a nap, or you know, maybe Ava or Anthony walking in because there's an emergency. Yeah. Um. So our parents are holding down the fort while mm-hmm. we're here. Shout and, out. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we went out and ate dinner and got dressed up. And today we've gone some do to do some things. And tonight we will go to Mikey's work party where we get to get super dressed up. And so I'm excited about it. Yep. It'll be good. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. You ready, babe? Let's get into it. Okay. So because we're celebrating our 10 year anniversary, we're going to ask some just a couple questions about just us over time. So the question for each of us is, what have we seen change 
or grow in one another in the past 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what have I seen you grow in? Um, I'm going to say your motherhood. Mm. I don't know. That's always a soft spot for me. Um, watching you, just the different changes that have gone on, um, the way that you are mama bear to our three babies. Um, it always, uh, like I said, it's a soft spot melt in my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, and one thing that I've seen change, it's kind of been constant. Like there's, it's always something, there's always, uh, it's always changing, but, um, you're constantly evaluating and looking at different things, different ways to protect them more, to be, to put us in better situations and always wanting to protect their hearts and their minds. Um, yeah. Uh, just something silly, like whenever they were babies, um, not, putting them on the couch or whatever, or, you know, just things that we've done, things that we've learned. And you're like, not going to let them roll off the couch. Anthony, was it Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, it was Anthony. And, yeah. I don't know, but he fell off the couch and you're like, that's never going to happen again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, I mean, like that's a silly, silly, uh, uh, reference or example, but I mean, yeah. I think that's how I've learned, though. It's like a lot of trial, trial and error. Absolutely. And it's like, okay, never doing that again. So how can I never do that again? So, yeah, that's cool. And I feel like I've changed just because the kids have changed, you know, and they're like the world is ever evolving. So it's like trying to stay on top as much as I can with the Lord's help. But thanks, babe. Yeah. And it's it has helped me tremendously to see you and watch you like the way that you just take charge with them. It's like if you see something that is not good or (laughs) unsafe or just whatever, like, and you're just like, no, that is not going to happen. Even if you have to tell somebody something like, Hey, you're not going to treat my kid that way or whatever it is. And for me, I'm more reserved and it's like, ah, they'll be okay. They'll get over it or whatever. I don't know if I've ever like, you're not going to treat my kid that way. It makes me sound. No, it's, it's more like, mm, I can't think of an example, but. Like when they're watching TV. Or Yeah. Okay. So like at somebody's house, like, Hey, can you change the channel? Cause that's not good for our kids. Or mm-hmm. I don't want the kids to watch that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I wish I could be more vocal like that. Mm. I would just tell the kids like, Hey, come on, let's go over here. You know? That's still a good idea. It probably would make me look less crazy. <laughs> I'm going to try that next time. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I appreciate you saying that and noticing it too. I think it's cool. Yeah. And I appreciate it because I am mama bear. Mm-hmm. And I will have to have those conversations yeah. if I have to. I mean, I will if I have to. But anyways, so something that I have seen you change or grow in over time is your confidence. Um, just seeing from, I feel like you're, you've gotten, you're less passive. I think a lot of times when we first got married, you would kind of just let things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think you wouldn't really voice how you felt, but I also think it's because you didn't know how you felt. So it's kind of like you didn't like that, but you weren't really sure why you didn't like that. And you weren't willing to find out why you didn't like that. So you would just let it happen. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's cool now, like even you vocalizing my motherhood is a change Mm. because I feel like at the beginning of our marriage or, you know, over time, you would have thought those things, but you would never tell me those things. Mm. And so just to see your confidence grow, like as a man, um, I really do feel like being more anchored in Christ is giving you confidence, like in who you are and what you stand for. And even just seeing you voice your opinion on certain topics and being passionate about it, it makes me like proud of you. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes I'm like, all right, babe, chill out. <laughs> but I'd rather you voice your opinion. And this is something that I tell the kids all the time. It's like our voice is our only power. And if we don't have a voice and we don't learn how to voice things well, right? Because yeah. our voice is our power, but that doesn't mean we get to use it however we want to and say whatever we want, whenever we want. Mm-hmm. We have to have discernment. But that's the only way that we are going to be impactful or make a change, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And so it's been really cool to see your confidence grow, even in our marriage, to where you're like, Amy, no. And I'm like, oh, you know. And so I have loved that about you. I think it's a leadership quality and you're growing into it. And that's something that I have seen change over time, little by little, you know, and I think there's. Both of us, we still have growth to make, of course, you know, sure. but that's something that has been cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. It, um, while you were talking, I was reminded of, I'm not sure what the reference is, but, and I think that we try to do this and we strive for this. We don't always hit the mark and we're trying to teach the kids this, but, uh, whatever you do, do it to the glory of God. And so, all these these different changes that we're going through and different phases that we go through, um, just trying to be like Christ and everything that we do, do it to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Which we forget sometimes, but yeah. that's a good one. Like I said, we don't always hit the mark. But <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. So talking about God, um, the question that I would like us to answer is what have we learned about God in the past 10 years? What have we learned about him? Man. It's, it's intense. Do you want me to go first? You can. Do you have your answer? I, I do. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, it's, it's hard to explain. It's hard to get this out, like, my whole thought process, but, like, I how... I help you. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my helper. Yeah. Um, the infinite, like, being of God... Oh my gosh. Are you about to go super? It's yeah, deep? that's what I'm saying. It's so like I don't know, just in the past growing up it was like God is just this being. God is God and we are humans and we have a Bible, we have a set of rules that we have to follow and he says do this, don't do this. And I don't know, just the ah man, thinking about God being like, like he says, I was, I am, and I always will be. 
just like the awe of yeah being yeah in awe yeah of like god the creator big time yeah mm-hmm. yeah That's and cool. just i think like sitting back and reflecting on that sometimes it's kind of scary sometimes it's like holy crap it's unfathomable <laughs> yeah but it's just like i have this it gives me a deeper respect a deeper love i guess for god that this creator this infinite almighty being all powerful being created us and loves us and cares about us everything that we go through like he cares it's just yeah to like start to dive deeper into that and to understand that more over the years um yeah that has been that has brought me closer to god how does like i guess that's how it brings you closer to him but what does that look like like how learning that about god how has that affected your day to day i think that it helps me whenever i'm going through the times of like uh, i don't feel like reading or i don't feel like doing this or that or whatever uh, I don't want to say that I feel guilty, but it's like, kind of, I guess. Like this this God that cares for me so much and is always running after me and I feel is always in pursuit of me. How can I not? You know, how can I not work on this or that? Or how can I not uh, do these things to, like, I, I guess... I'm I'm thinking about faith without works is dead. And how do you show someone that you like, how do you show somebody that you love them is by your actions, right? The things that you do. If I just tell you that I love you and I sit here and do all these crazy things, mm-hmm. like you don't, how do you believe that? Mm-hmm. So I love God. So I should want to do these things. I do want to do these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it kind of moves me to action. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a verse too. Like love should move you to action. Mm-hmm. That has to be in James somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a James verse. Yeah. Um, okay. Now that's good. So what have I learned about God yeah. over time? Um, just that he is trustworthy. Mm, yeah. Just like I can trust him in everything, even when I don't like it or even when it's scary or even when it hurts, like he is for me, this is for my good. In the Bible, it talks about everything is for a good purpose. Like God has a good purpose for everything to those that love him. And so for some people, unfortunately that don't love God or aren't seeking truth and, and righteousness, um, they do go through things in vain. But I am a follower of Christ, and that is a blessing that all things are for his purpose. There, w- there is a reason for all these things. Mm-hmm. And so I can trust him that no matter what I'm going through, there's a purpose for it. And it's not like the reason that I have learned this about him is because he has been faithful in everything. So then I can assume that he will be faithful moving forward he is trustworthy Mm -hmm. because he has been there for us in like not just 
you know, our testimony and like our marriage, but like not just in, in the things that we shared, but like our finances, um, our kids. I mean, there's so many fears that consume us, you know, sometimes. And he is, he shows himself faithful every time, even if it's not the way that I would like it. Right. Or whatever you see big picture, Mm -hmm. like, wow, like that's what you were doing. And I'm sure there was still so much more that we didn't see, you know? And so because he has brought us through different things, I know he will continue to do that. Mm -hmm. And it makes me thankful. And I believe that's where the peace comes in. Not that I always have peace, Mm -hmm. but that is where it is. Where you can find it. Yeah. 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 It's like, no matter what I'm going through, the Lord will see me through it. There is a purpose for it. Mm -hmm. And in the end, it will all be well with me. Yeah. It will all be well with my soul. Yeah. Um, And I'm thankful. Yeah. I think it's even not just that, like, okay, I'm going to have this faith and I'm just going to go through life and have the faith. I think that it's being faithful that if I do what he is calling me to do, if I follow the things that the Bible says, that's why it's so important to read the Bible because if we don't know what it says, how are we supposed to know what to do? Yeah. So, yeah, just like even in relationships, friendships, um, if you're having, like you've had issues with relationships, how do I navigate that? Okay, I'm going to be faithful that if I follow what God has said in his word, that my relationships will work themselves out. God will work them out. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, one example that I have of that, whenever we were going through our stuff in the like the hardest parts of our, you know, marriage, I know scripture says to be thankful in all things. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on the floor in the shower, just bawling and telling God, thank you. And telling him, like, I don't know what I'm thankful for yet, but you told me to be thankful in all things. So mm-hmm. I thank you for this. And I do believe some of the blessing came from that attitude of gratitude yeah. because that's what he tells us to do. Mm-hmm. And just being thankful that he is working it out. Yeah. He is doing something. We just don't see it. Yeah. And so that's an example of what you're kind of talking about. Like, what does the word say to do in these situations doing that? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to us. And we're so thankful to God and what he has shown us about him, Mm -hmm. um, his word. And just that he is the creator and we should be in awe of him. We should be humbled by him on a daily basis and knowing that he is trustworthy Mm -hmm. in everything. So super cool. Thank you, babe. Yeah. Thank you. So we wanted to tell you guys, if you haven't heard episode two, that is our redemption story. Mm-hmm. And it's um, probably one of the boldest, maybe, you know, as of right now, maybe it's one of the boldest yeah. episodes that we've come out with. And Oh, that we've come out with. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. I would say that we will ever do maybe unless God has some big things, you know? Yeah. But anyways, if you haven't heard it, please go back and listen to episode two. We're now on episode five. Thank you to the Calliers for the episode three. That was awesome. Our first date night. And then um, we had our first girls night, me and Jenna, mm-hmm. which was super fun. And then look forward to man cave episodes where Mikey's going to have a guy on here and they're going to talk about some man stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that. 
And then do you want to do that part? Um, I can't really read your handwriting. Are you for real? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we wanted to say thank you uh, to everyone that has given us feedback. Um, it is very encouraging. Uh, it has been very helpful and inspiring. Uh, just different things that we didn't even realize that we didn't even think were impactful or we kind of just glossed over maybe. Um, and then we hear that it has been helpful for somebody or impactful for somebody or just that, you know, that they thought it was good, really mm -hmm. good for them. Mm -hmm. And that is really motivating. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for your feedback. Uh, we appreciate it. Leave us a review and uh, just uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. And I think a big thing, too, is like people have reached out to like meet with Mikey or meet with me and Mikey. And that's so cool. Like that is that's such such an honor, you know, yeah. to to be used in that way. And so, like, I will say this. I mean, it's just like going to be a quote, probably like God is so cool. God is so cool in the way that he orchestrates all of it. You know, mm -hmm. we're just being obedient, but everybody's kind of picking what they need to hear you know, from the Holy Spirit. So yeah. thank you so much for that. And then we just pray that it continues to to help you guys. And then also let us know if y'all want us to talk about any specific topics. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would also be cool too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now um, talking about like kind of our last episode, episode two, or the last episode we did together, mm -hmm. um, our redemption story, We're it's going to be a good little segue into boundaries. Yep boundaries that we have created kind of from that from our yeah. testimony from like the hard things in our marriage to make sure they don't happen again um and even if they do at least we were trying yeah and i just kind of like well, right. good luck right yeah. so anyways we're gonna talk about boundaries and i don't know okay so one of the boundaries that we have created as we've talked about before uh, in our testimony mikey's struggle with porn and that kind of world mm -hmm. what are some things that or what are what we'll talk about that yeah so one of the things that has helped me the most has been having a uh filter a um i don't even know what it's called accountability, accountability software um browser filter on my phone um not having certain apps on my phone that kind of circumvent that filter. Um, but yeah, so, uh, everything going through the browser, um, one that I've used in the past was covenant eyes. Um, and the one that I use now is ever accountable. Both of them are great apps, great software to use, um, fairly inexpensive. Um, but at the same time, like what is the Bible says, if it, if you need to cut off your right hand, to keep from sinning, it's better to enter into heaven without a hand than enter into hell, you know, fully, fully together. Dang. <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Speaking truth right here. I mean, that's the truth. Dang it. So get a filter on your phone, please. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, whatever you got to do, if, if it's like, what is it worth to you? What is your, mm. what are all these, what is your righteousness worth to you what is your standing with god worth to you that's good and i think that um like what what mikey's talking about the apps too like youtube is an app 
and because you don't use it through your internet browser, it doesn't uh, right. It doesn't filter, filter through that. Yeah, it doesn't filter through the browser. So then you can kind of search whatever you want on YouTube and it's not going to show up. Mm-hmm. And so he's deleted the app from his phone. He doesn't have the YouTube app. And then I think like you can't download new apps unless there's a code. Yeah, that you somebody can, you else can types set it in. up. You can set it up that way or you can set it up to where you download whatever you want, but you can't delete anything. Mm. So. Um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of different settings. You can make it as strict or as free as you want it. And even if you don't use that for yourself, which is a whole nother episode that we need to do, I think, fairly quickly, yeah. is for your kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. You have issues and you're not ready to confront them. You still need to do something like this for your children, especially if you have boys or even girls. There's so much crap out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have any kind of settings or restrictions on your phone maybe you don't even download this app but you can make restrictions now on iphones um you need to do that and this it's not a suggestion you need to do that because the enemy is out to kill steal, destroy he wants your children and he wants them to have so much baggage before they become adults so that when they become adults they're so screwed up that they give like we want to give our kids a fighting chance to not have to deal with these things the mind is so much more pliable whenever they're young and to not give them even a chance at like being healthy adults mm-hmm. is is kind of scary so we're going to do the next episode on that we will do it. a episode soon okay on that okay maybe not the next one but anyways <laughs> okay so getting the filter on your phone um text threads anytime that Mikey and I are talking to the opposite sex we or we have text threads with couples mm-hmm. so all of our like a lot of our friends that we're closest to we have a group text yeah that way like if I want to say something even to the guy friend even if it's not anything crazy just a question it's just through that group text yeah. and so there's never really like a side conversation going on yeah I think that's we have even gotten gotten feedback from the spouses of the people that were messaging or whatever about how they're thankful that we do that. Just mm-hmm. that just out of respect for them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think for me, like I never want to be around a woman and her feel threatened by me mm-hmm. um, or any kind of jealousy or I want my friends to be so comfortable around me that that's not a thought. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of my past, I was promiscuous and I did have malicious intent Mm -hmm. because I was so sinful and I don't want that to ever be on my mind or my friends minds or then even with you, like wondering, you know, you just a whole thing, you know, it can be a whole thing. And so we have that. And then conversations too, like there's times, uh, even our community group, even, I mean, these are people that go to church as well, you know, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And so, um, w- in community group, um, even if th- there was like this one male friend that we had and I sought his advice often, I like, you know, he went to the Bible for a lot of things, was very knowledgeable. And so when I would want to have a conversation with him, like, hey, I want to ask him about what he thinks about this. And Mikey's like, all right, let's get on the phone. And we would all get on the phone. Mm-hmm. Even if it was mainly me talking and asking this question, Mikey would get on the phone with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that, so text messages inside conversations 
are usually done together. Yeah. Yeah. These are simple things for us. I don't know how other people would feel about it, about like that just seems extra or that seems this way or that way. But I think that it is, I think that it's good. I think that it causes security. I think that it causes people to feel respected. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's good. I think we have a good little boundary there. Yeah. And I think usually boundaries are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, or not uncomfortable, but work. Right. You know, um, and those boundaries are set there for a reason. That's what I was getting at. I, I lost my train of thought while I was talking. But yeah, like these things might not be easy. They might not seem comfortable, but like do the work for your marriage. Mm-hmm. And for, I mean, just, yeah, for your marriage, for your friends' marriages, just for every for everything. <laughs> um, and then something that we have for us uh, when we're at someone else's home if Mikey needs to use a restroom and like the guest restroom is occupied or maybe they don't have a guest restroom and they have to, we have to use their personal restroom. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey asked me to go in there first and just to make sure like everything's put away, clear the room, clear the room, make sure there's not like clothes lying around or um, just anything that would make Mikey think. Tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Think certain things or, you know, whatever. So that's something that we have set in place and, um, at the beginning, it would suck whenever Mike would be like, hey, babe, go check the restroom. And it was like, dang, that sucks that I have to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I, really allowing, you know, the Holy Spirit to to make me see that's how you're loving me, though. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're seeking righteousness is by because that's awkward for you, too. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have to be like, hey, babe, can you go do that? So yeah. I don't struggle, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, you have two ways of seeing that. Like, dang, that sucks that my spouse would be tempted in that way, whatever it is. Or, like, wow, they're trying not to. Mm-hmm. And so there's two different perspectives every time. You have to choose which one. Yeah. And even if it starts off one way, you can still choose to change that perspective. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stick with that, you know? Yeah. Like what you said, being thankful in all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just, it's definitely a mindset shift. For sure. And it takes work. Yeah. It takes work. Yeah. And then um, you want to talk about the cash? Yeah. So I don't know if we hit on this about um, the whole being, yeah. stealing from, oh, okay, we did. Um, yeah, stealing from the job that I was at um, and using cash just so that there wasn't like a, a paper trail, pretty much a trail with our bank. Um so for a long time, I didn't carry cash. Uh, only every transaction that I did was through a card uh, so that it could be... After. Right, yeah. After after my confessions and after our whole period there, after re-engage. Um, but yeah, everything was done through a card. That way, whatever I did, whatever I paid for, it could be traced back through the bank account. You had full access to the account. You had... I have. Yeah, have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think it... One of the things that um, Mikey, for the job that he was at, uh, sometimes customers used to cash. Yeah. Yeah. And he would. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Because I want you to say kind of what you did with that. It's not like you just confessed it and let it go. Or what are you what are you talking about? I mean, like that they would use the cash that they would pay cash just for like a day pass. 
know that after you confessed it to me, what did you do to clear your conscience of that? I don't know if you even remember. Oh, yeah. Um, just feeling guilt, feeling responsible. I went back and tried to figure out how about much, how about much? how much roundabout. Um, I couldn't be 100%, but um, yeah, rounded up however much I thought that I had taken. And over the next month or two months or three months, whatever it was, we saved up money and I took it to the manager of the... You didn't work there anymore. No, I was at another job, uh, but I called him, met up with him and was like, hey, um, this is what I did. Uh, these are the, this is what was going on. Um, I apologized and I gave him all the money, whatever he did with it. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. And he was very taken back. He was surprised. Not that I had done that, but that I would admit to it and bring him the money. It was, it was over $800. I remember that. Yeah, it was, that hurt and it was embarrassing, but to feel right with God, it wasn't even like my own guilty conscience, obviously, because like I could justify anything in my head. Um, but to feel that connection with God again. I felt like that was the right thing to do. Yeah, it's crazy. I felt like that's what he was leading me to do. And like, who does that? Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> God. Like that's, God does things like that. You know, God does things. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know where that came from. Um, <clears throat> But God does things that people are in awe of. Like it's still crazy to me that you did that. And it's still crazy to me that you like sat there and had the conversation with him when you, at that point in time, you really didn't talk, you know? So I can't yeah. even imagine you sitting there saying these things to this person. But um, I just wanted to share that because that's super honorable to me. And it's just another way that like God transformed you and changed you mm -hmm. in a way that's like unexplainable. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. But so after that, you would not carry cash anymore. Some well, some of the things that he would use the cash for is he would go to the liquor store and buy alcohol. And mm -hmm. I just wouldn't know yeah. um, because I didn't know you had this cash. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I really didn't know because I just didn't think of it. Yeah. But you, because you're, you know, in your mind, you're guilty. So you're trying to figure out ways to come up, you know, right. to cover your sin or whatever. Yeah. Because I had no idea. You could have been using the card and I would have never known. Yeah. But um, he stopped carrying cash around. So that's a boundary that we had created mm -hmm. during that time for, for a while. Yeah. And one of the things that we wanted to make sure and bring up is if you do not share accounts with one another, you need to, you should. Um, In our opinion, that's, that's a strong opinion. Yeah. Like we hold that opinion strongly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what? it is a strong opinion, but I thought you agreed. No, no. Um, and we do believe like his money's my money, our money, like it's together. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, you know, there's no, we're one, mm -hmm. right? So our account should be one. If yeah. you are truly one and if you are one in the bedroom, you should be one in the account. Yeah. Let me just, I'm just going <laughs> to leave that right there because we just don't, sex has really been devalued. Yeah. Right. And yep. it's like, hold up. You want me to be one in the bedroom, but I can't look in your account. Mm -hmm. mm. 
That's not going to work. Yeah. So think of that. Are we one or are we not? Because if we're not, then we're not. Yeah. But if we are, then we are. And um, so making sure you share accounts and being open to to going through, you know, like being willing to be like, hey, this is where I spend money. And yeah. if we don't agree with it, we need to talk about it. Yeah. And that's another episode that we're going to do is on finances because that can be a whole nother issue in marriage. I, I believe that's the number one cause for a divorce. I know that was at one point. At least one of the top five, for sure. If not first and second. Yeah. I mean, the thing's up there. <laughs> okay, that's cool. And then did you want to say something else about that, about the money? Uh, I had something and now I lost it. I know I saw it. Yeah. It's okay. It'll come back. Um, okay. Um, another boundary that we have created is just when we start to struggle with our thoughts, um, reaching out to a friend to help it not become a dwelling thought. Mm-hmm. Is that how you put it? Yeah. Um, something that lingers mm-hmm. turns into more than just a thought, turns into an action or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And yeah, it's important to be able to recognize like, okay, I've thought this thing more than once, or I've thought about this person more than once. I need to bring this up to a friend and talk to them about it. And it's crazy to me because sometimes I, I've struggled in the past and I just bring it up to my friend and it literally is released mm-hmm. just from talking about it and not sitting in it on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like I don't think about it anymore. Yeah. You know, like it was like, what? All I needed to do was talk about it. But it's releasing, it's bringing the light into the darkness. Cause when you're by yourself, you're in the dark yeah. with the enemy. And we need the light, you know, and just like confessing it, bring it out. When we talked about episode three, confession brings healing. Mm-hmm. And so it does. And confessing it out loud is, is a big deal. Yeah. Why? I I have an answer, but why do you think, why is that standard so high? Why is it just, like, if it's a thought, or, like, why should that be a confession? I don't think every thought, mm-hmm. and because that's just too much. Mm-hmm. I think when it's been thought of multiple times, or, to, it depends a thought, too, mm-hmm. or the situation, really. Yeah. Um, you have to really learn to reflect, but why do I, because I just don't want it to turn into anything else. Like Mm -hmm. for me, um, me, I struggle, you know, I've talked about in the past, one of my struggles is wanting to be looked at a certain way or like, I don't want that anymore, but I'm scared to want that. Mm, Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I'm scared because in the past, and this is, was more definitely for sure. When I was single, I would want to be noticed by a man. Mm -hmm. Right. And so now it's like, if I have this thought, am I going to want to be noticed by this man? Mm -hmm. And not that I would do anything crazy, but still like, and you never know. I'm not going to sit there and act like I wouldn't do anything crazy. You know, I'm not, I can't make, I can't say like, I would never do that because we never know. That's why we have these boundaries because mm-hmm. I don't want to ever do that. Yeah. So for me, that's what it is because I struggle with, I know I can struggle. That's part of my testimony. So I never want to get there. Yeah. That's for me why I do it. Cause I think everyone's reason could be a little bit different, but that's why I mine. Yeah. Where were you? I was going more based off of, um, 
So in Matthew, Jesus is talking and he's giving all these different things, all these different boundaries and saying one of the things that he says is even if you have lusted after a woman, you have committed adultery with her. And so like, why is our standard high? Because Jesus standard is high. God's standard is high. And so not that we are going to be perfect, but if we strive for perfection with God, with Christ in mind, in our hearts, in like with that being the ultimate goal, we are striving for righteousness. Did you say he gave you, it gave boundaries in Matthew? Yeah. The word he used. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy because some people can look at it. And I think pastor Josh has talked about this is like, all these rules, or I think it was more Pastor Mike, bro. But anyways, all these rules, you know, there's all these rules, but it's not, it's, it's not rules. They are boundaries to protect us. I think he said, he called them guidelines. Guidelines. Some, uh, uh, I could be, th uh, things that like, whatever, I'm just gonna say boundaries. Bumpers. I <laughs> yeah. pictured the bumpers, bumpers for, uh, but they're there to protect us. Right. It's yeah. not like, oh, this I'm a righteous person. So I have these high standards for myself. No, we're idiots. That's why we need these boundaries. You know, like it's not this like, you know, it's not like. Well, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's not like out of pride, like, oh, I hold myself up to these high expectations or high standards because whatever. Mm hmm. No, it's because I suck. Right. And if I don't have these boundaries or the Lord doesn't guide me in this, I will lose my crap mm -hmm. and go along. You know, have you seen that video of like the little sheep that's like get stuck in the yeah. trenches <laughs> and the little sheep's just like out stuck with its butt up in the air, whatever, face down. And then the guy gets him out and he's like jumping up and down. He's so happy. And then bah, gets stuck again. Yeah. And that is us. Yeah. Right. And like we, the boundary is like before that trench, like, cause like you're going to go back, yeah. you know, you're going to go back and do get stuck again or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like, they are there to protect us because we are broken. Yeah. So they're not rules. Like you need to follow this or you're going to go to hell. No, you should follow this because on the other side of that, it's chaos and brokenness and heartache. That's going to bring into your marriage and your family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, this is just me talking, but I think that the the boundaries are so high just to keep us from even coming close to those things. Yeah. It's like, why play with fire? When you play with fire, you're bound to get burned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. I uh, One thing that I want to talk about, because we're talking about things as a married couple, and so just real quick, I want to talk about boundaries for sex outside of marriage. Mm. We do believe it is biblical. You should not have sex outside of marriage. We both sucked at that. We both did that mm -hmm. and we suffer the consequences for it. Mm -hmm. You know, I will say it in the scripture it talks about, it is better to marry than to lust, to than, burn with passion, to burn with passion. Right? Yeah. So if you are an adult couple and you're pretty much living together, you're having sex, you're doing the thing, get married to follow Christ mm -hmm. or assess your relationship. Is this, if this is someone you would not want to marry, then you might want, not you might, you should, because all that's going to do is bring a lot of 
hurt and turmoil into your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is, it's kind of a, a touchy topic. I think, um, I heard, uh, pastor, um, what was his name that does all the things or not all the things that's us, uh, <laughs> becoming something. Jonathan Placuda. Yeah. Paduka. JP. Paduk. Pacluda. Yeah. JP. Yeah. Pastor JP. Um, he's pastor great. of Harris Creek Church. Yeah. Great pastor. Great uh, teachings. Um, we shared their podcast on our link tree on our Instagram. Yep. Check it out. It's great. Um, but um, on one of those episodes, he was saying like people who don't call themselves followers of Christ, like they're, they're going to do things that don't follow Christ. They're going to act the way that you would think a non-believer or non-follower would act. But if you claim to be a Christian, if you claim that you want to follow Christ, then this is who we're talking to, right? Like, yes. yeah, that, that is the standard mm-hmm. that sex is for marriage and that that is the boundary for sex inside of marriage. Yeah. I was going to say that I do believe if you are trying to be a follower of Christ and have sex outside of marriage, it is not going to go easy for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's like the spirit is fighting against your flesh and it's just chaos, Mm -hmm. you know? And so peace is not going to come upon that. Like it's, um, and so I will say there are people that we know that are of age. They are adults, Mm -hmm. you know, they're in relationships for a long time. They're having sex and they're living life as if they kind of are married in a way. I mean, marriage, when you're having sex with someone, it's like you're married to them. Yeah. Right. At least with your body. Um, so question yourself, like, should we get married to live right? Mm-hmm. And and that's not saying that when you get married, things are going to be great. You know, there's going to have some. No, you're going to have to work through some stuff because you're having s- sex for a reason or you can't stop for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um. And what, I mean, sex was created to unify us Mm -hmm. and to, um, make us one. Yeah. Right. And so I love how science, I kind of nerd out on some of this stuff, but how science has, um, is now coming around to tell us all the things that the Bible has been telling us for centuries. And science tells us that when people have sex, their brains connect. It's like their hormones, their their bodies, their minds, everything is bonded to the person that you're having sex with. And all these different hormones that come from a man or from a woman, whenever that happens, it's it's very intense and it unifies people. And so whenever you separate from that person after having had sex with them, it's hard. It creates heartbreak. It creates depression. It creates all these different things because you have undone something that was not meant to be undone. So what is that book called that we read? I'm going to share it. Oh man, that's okay. uh, I'm going to share it. Yeah. Like casual sex and what it does to the brain or something like that. I think that was the subtitle. Some hooked. Hooked. hooked? Yes. Good job. Um, and in there it talks about because, you know, you believe like, cause one night stands, 
right? Yeah. So people are like, whatever, just a one night stand. I don't even like this person. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that affects you. That affects your brain. Yeah, you're gonna deal with something now or later. It's it's not. It doesn't just go away. Even though you think it goes away right then and there, it may feel like it goes away right then and there. Mm-hmm. But sooner or later, we all come face to face with our sins. And then it's like, why am I having one night stands? Yeah. Like why, why do I not respect myself enough? You know, like there's a reason why I'm able to have one night stands and just act like nothing, but there's something going on. And so asking yourself, you know, those questions, but we've talked about our boundaries. And so you guys may need to come up with other ones. Some of y'all may think of some that we have and you're like, dang, you know, like that would work good for us, Mm -hmm. but you need to sit down with your spouse and come up with some boundaries. And you guys already may have some without even having talked about it. Yeah. But there are some that you want to be intentional about. You said spouse. I would even say boyfriend or girlfriend, like someone that you're dating, something that would be good. We've talked about setting yourself up for a good marriage. Um, So even if you're just dating someone, set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Set yourself up for success in marriage. Mm -hmm. And then even like something for me that I want to talk to my kids about, it's like, what to do when you are with your um, significant other, whatever, boyfriend, girlfriend. And it gets to a point to where it's like, hold up. This is getting too serious, getting too kind of heated. Remove yourself from that situation. Go to the restroom. Like, let yourself calm down a little bit and then decide, like, maybe it's time for me to go home. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't have those conversations with our parents. And so we want to make sure to have those conversations with our kids. And that may be something you need to talk to yourself about. Like, what can help me get out of a situation that maybe I don't want to really have sex yet? Mm-hmm. You know, or Set boundaries for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we it's kind of cool the way it worked out to me because we were going to share about our boundaries. And in the midst of us sharing our boundaries, we kind of hit some different topics. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you guys have learned a little bit just from our stuff, learned some things to take onto your relationships. Mm hmm. And um, even questioning some things like digging into the scripture more. Mm -hmm. What does it say about certain things or researching, you know, like doing some work for yourself. Yeah. On some of these things. It was a good one. Yeah, it was fun. Started off kind of slow. You think so? I think so. All right. Well, (laughs) um, you guys have a good rest of the evening. We're about to start getting ready to go out on our date tonight. So we appreciate you guys listening. We thankful for we are thankful for the support. And anything else? No, I'm good. Signing out. Signing Bye guys. Out. Bye.